Welcome to the Commercial and Resident Permits Podcast, the podcast about Fairfax County's land development services, your partner for building and site permits in Fairfax County. We all know that to live and work safely, we need to have safe buildings. And to recognize building safety, the month of May is recognized as Building Safety Month. And here to talk with us about that, as well as the county's Cross Connections program, is Paul Hickman. He's Code Specialist and Program Supervisor of the County's Cross Connections Program with Land Development Services. Paul, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Good morning, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. uh, Two topics, a a busy podcast, if you will, Building Safety and Cross Connections. I want to start with Cross Connections because I'm I'm always fascinated by uh, titles that uh, the, the government has for programs and services. What exactly does Cross Connections mean? Well, it's it's kind of an industry term, uh, which is not well understood, but mm-hmm. cross-connections is really the monitoring of any connection in our water distribution system uh, that could be a potential hazard, pollutant, or contaminant, uh, and our program monitors those connections and ensures that they're properly protected by mm-hmm. by equipment or backflow devices, uh, and that's kind of what we focus on daily. Yeah, I know the uh, the website, uh, which we'll we'll give the address in, in a little bit later. It's on the FairfaxCounty.gov website, talking about the cross connection uh, control and backflow uh, flow prevention program. Right off the bat, great sentence that explains that cross connection is the link between water supply and a potential source of contamination. And when I was doing my my five minutes of research on this before we started talking, I was like, "What in the world am I going to talk about about cross connection?" But that first sentence, it just put it into layman's words to help me explain it. And I think when you said it, cross-connection is a, you know, kind of an industry term, if you will. But it's an important term and an important thing that helps the residents and businesses in Fairfax County to, uh, I'm assuming, have safe water. Uh, and that's correct. I mean, Fairfax Water, our our water authority, as well as Town of Vienna, they have their own water distribution system. Uh, we work with them very closely on a daily basis to understand where these connections exist, uh, as well as our commercial plumbing inspectors uh, through the inspections branch and our residential plumbing inspectors. You know, it's a team effort all the way uh, from start to finish. But essentially what, what we do and what we focus on is going out post-occupancy once a property's been uh, occupied, and we do annual checks to make sure that things haven't been added or things are still in operation uh, and that the protections still are in place. So so your your side of the shop, is, uh, if you will, is, is more on the uh, after residents or, uh, or occupants are inside a building. Um, do you work with like the the pre-inhabitant stages, if you will? We do on a very limited basis. Uh, there are certain kinds of backflow perfect, uh, protection that require testing to be done prior to occupancy. So we would coordinate uh, and help to document that testing uh, on our on our web page and through other through other apparatuses, but. Uh, Essentially, we do deal mostly once a property uh, has been occupied. I want to I want to get to that in a second, but we've you've mentioned backflow a couple of times. What exactly does that mean, backflow prevention? 
Well, in, in our water distribution system, whether it's the public distribution system that feeds water to the buildings and the residences, or the internal distribution, which is inside the building or inside the residence, mm. uh, there are a number of, of areas that need to be protected against backflow. And backflow essentially is, is what it says. It's preventing the water from flowing backwards in the system. Uh, and that can be caused by a number of things, uh, back pressure and back siphoning, which are, again, I apologize, industry terms. Mm -hmm. uh, but essentially what we have in place in these systems are valves, uh, basically one-way valves that keep the water from going backwards. Uh, and that's important because we don't want anything that's potentially contaminating the water uh, to flow back into the system and contaminate a larger uh, area of the system that, that may hmm. may be potentially hazardous. Right. You know, as, as, as you're saying it, it makes perfect sense and I can understand it. I, I know I do some work with, you know, emergencies and emergency communication. And uh, oftentimes when there's heavy rains or flooding or those kind of things is, is where I hear the term backflow and, and those type of things when you know, streets or yards or whatever overrun by, you know, maybe a flooded stream or a creek or a river. Um, are there any extra precautions or is it different, um, you know, when we're thinking about everyday normal, you know, life versus a, a flooding situation or heavy rain? Is, is the day-to-day -day system built to withstand those type of things? It is. It is slightly different in the fact that, uh, you know, these two conditions, backflow, uh, back pressure and back siphoning, they occur naturally and, and, and they can't be predicted. You know, a back siphonage mm -hmm. would be where the water pressure being supplied to, let's say, a house is reduced in some way uh, by an action such as a water main break or maybe they're doing service on the water distribution system uh, and pressure loss occurs. Or maybe there's a, a uh, firefighting need. You know, when the firefighters go out there and hook up to our fire hydrants, well, their truck pumps greatly overwhelm the pressure that's in our system, and they can physically mm. suck the water out of a building depending on the nature of their need. Uh, so we want to prevent that. We don't want the, the water to move backwards in that regard. As far as back pressure, you know, most of our water is supplied to us through pumps. So if there's a major power outage or if we're supplying water to, uh, let's say, a 10- or 12-story building, there's a lot of pressure in the system. So if we lose those pumps due to a power outage or some kind of maintenance issue, the potential is, is that the water that's in the building can force its way back out into the street. I, you, you're, you're just doing an awesome job of explaining so, so that even I can understand. And I, I can't emphasize enough, <laughs> Paul, how um, uh, mechanically challenged I am. So I, I appreciate the, uh, the, the common sense explanations, yeah. if you will. This is definitely um, a niche in the code. It's, it's, uh, it's not easily understood. So I yeah. appreciate that. I, I, I have the, uh, the website up, the, uh, the uh, uh, backflow, the um, – uh, the webpage cross connection control and backflow prevention uh, program. I, I understand from our quick chat before we started. Is this a relatively new webpage? It is. Uh, we began designing that webpage last year. Uh, it went live uh, first week in January of twenty 
20. Um, and we've, we've enhanced its capability every since. So anything related to cross connections or backflow protect, uh, protection uh, in Fairfax County can be achieved on that web page. We have an approved vendor list for people who need backflow testing. Uh, that is where customers and business owners can go to print their backflow test reports. Uh, it has some information about what backflow is and probably describes what we've been talking about in a little bit better manner. Uh, uh, it's, you can pull a permit there. You, know, you can do a lot of things on that web page. So it's, it's a very handy tool. Hmm. And I know Fairfax County has been really doing a lot of work the uh, uh, past several years trying to get more of the permitting process and everything uh, available online so people don't have to travel from all over the county to, uh, to get paperwork and reviews and approvals and that type of thing. So a lot of resources, as you said, here on the webpage. Uh, also, um, when we were uh, chatting before we started, you mentioned something about manuals for both, I think, residents as well as commercial uh, manuals. Yeah, one of the things that we've been working on this past year uh, is our official Fairfax Water cross-connection control program manual. Uh, and this manual lays out all of the requirements for the cross-connection program, you know, the permitting process, the plan review process. Uh, it has a lot of nice details and diagrams in it for, for certain applications uh, and, and a lot of good general knowledge. Uh, currently, that manual is in its final editing phase with Fairfax Water, uh, and we hope to have it posted on our webpage and theirs uh, in the next couple of uh, weeks to a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we mentioned this website. It's uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development. That's all one word. And then slash cross connections, all one word, fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash cross connections. Or, of course, any of your favorite uh, search engines, if you'll just do Fairfax County cross connections, uh, should pop right up there. So a lot of uh, Information and resources there and, uh, and more still to come. We're uh, talking with Paul Hickman, a code specialist and program supervisor of the county's Cross Connections program. We're having a conversation about Cross Connections, and we'll transition momentarily into Building Safety Month, which is the month of May. And one of the uh, week's uh, focus of the week's is water safety, which uh, ties into our Cross Connections program. But Paul, I had a question. You know, you're, you're working with homeowners, residential buildings. You're working with, um, you know, commercial buildings. Um, you know, water's flowing. Things are operating fine. What about, like, say, a vacant building that, you know, has not had any occupants in it for a while? So, the, you know, the sinks haven't been running or the water fountains haven't been running. Is there such a thing as... Is, is the water becoming stagnant? Does that, does that make sense? Uh, that does. That makes absolute sense. And it is a concern that we're looking at very closely right now. Uh, another resource for this, or probably a better resource for this topic, is fairfaxwater.org. Uh, that is Fairfax Water's webpage. Uh, and they have some documents there for procedures that have been identified by the EPA for startup and maintenance of buildings that have low occupancy or have uh, occupancy that has been limited over the last year uh, with everything that's been going on. So I would definitely recommend that customers go check that website out 
and look for that document. Um, those procedures are, are pretty simple. Uh, they just require uh, some simple maintenance. Right. It's interesting the things we've had to think about or look at over the, the past year or so because of the, the COVID pandemic and, you know, teleworking and just, you know, not only health, but, you know, the, the various things that have come about it because people not traveling or not going to offices, you know, it, it's very interesting. Yes, sir. It's it's definitely been something we've been discussing quite often. Um, you know, there are always systems in commercial buildings uh, that we need to focus on from a protection standpoint. Uh, but this stagnation question uh, has been at the top of our list for quite some time. Yeah. How have you and the folks in your shop handled uh, the pandemic not being able to, you know, physically be in, I'm assuming, as many places or any places as there been any or many changes to how you were doing your your jobs? Yeah, unfortunately, there have been some changes, uh, you know, obviously with our restrictions and being able to do in-person inspections or uh, that's been very challenging for us. Uh, the nature of cross connections uh, when you get into a commercial building is very complicated and, and hard to determine sometimes. So for the last year, we've been focused on our administrative responsibilities uh, ensuring that proper testing is being done by certified and qualified testers uh, and trying to maintain those records. Uh, hopefully, we will be back to the field very soon uh, and we will continue our efforts in person. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you guys are, guys and gals are doing a great job and uh, keep up uh, the good work. Uh, Paul Hickman, as we said, is a code specialist program supervisor of the county's Cross Connections program, which uh, you know, if you want to uh, learn more about that, you can get the information, as we said, on the website, fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash cross connections. But we're going to transition into Building Safety Month, Paul, because kind of a tie in with what you do in the third week of the month of May, which is uh, focused on water safety during the Building Safety Month uh, recognition. But uh, the first week, energy and information. Second week, training the next generation. Uh, water safety the third week, and then the fourth week, disaster preparedness. Uh, just kind of a little setup here. Building Safety Month is the international campaign that's uh, celebrated in May to raise awareness about building safety, and it's organized by the International Code Council. And I found the theme of this year's uh, Building Safety Month uh, interesting. It says, Prevent, Prepare, Protect. Building Codes Save. And as I was typing that out, I wrote, Building Codes Save Lives. But that, that's not the theme. It's Building Codes Save because it means more than just saving life. But what, what does that mean to you, Paul? Well, specifically for our program, uh, I mean, a, a great deal of it is regulated by the Virginia Construction Code and specifically the Virginia Plumbing Code. Uh, but we also look for and enforce regulations for the Virginia Department of Health Waterworks regulations. Uh, so it is definitely a health concern. Uh, we want to make sure that these things are protected properly uh, to, to ensure that we, we don't have uh, any health concerns in the county related to the quality of the drinking water or the safety of the drinking water. When we talk about uh, Building Safety Month in general, um, for you and other folks in land development services, what you know can you can you put an importance on the fact or just something that 
says why Building Safety Month is important to be kind of recognized or highlighted so that, you know, the average resident in Fairfax County becomes aware of building safety? Well, I mean, building safety is a huge topic. We all, you know, we all typically work in office buildings, uh, you know, or some kind of public space. Um, It's important to understand, you know, in those public spaces, you know, what are concerns, um, and for our program specifically, you know, it's, it's anything as, as small as a drinking fountain all the way up to major mechanical equipment. So, you know, it's not necessarily important for the public to understand how all these things work, but it's important for them to understand that, you know, Fairfax County is committed to making sure that they're working properly. Mm-hmm. And that commitment to working properly and, and safety does require some paperwork, for, for lack of a better term, some permits, some some work back and forth between contractors and Fairfax County government, land development services, et cetera. But y'all are there to, shall I say, make the process easier? Well, hopefully. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it is government, so uh, right. <laughs> you know, not all the processes are easy. Uh, but we are definitely a resource for this. Uh, we work hand-in-hand, as I said, with the water authorities. Uh, and if customers have questions or, or need more information or would like, you know, a more detailed explanation, they, sh- they should feel free to contact us. You know, our, so, our main number for cross-connections is 703-631-5101. Uh, and also, as we mentioned before, our webpage has ways to contact us if questions uh, arise. Mm-hmm. All right. Repeat that number again, 703-631-5101. Again, that webpage uh, Paul and I have been talking about is fairfaxcounty.gov slash development slash cross-connections. Or again, just use your uh, favorite search engine and do Fairfax County cross-connections, and you'll come right up with that. We've been talking with Paul Hickman, again, the Code Specialist Program Supervisor of the County's Cross-Connections Program uh, with Land Development Services. Paul, I always try to give the the guests the final word, last uh, thing you would like to leave our listeners with, or or anything I have uh, neglected to ask you that uh, you think I should. So I will uh, turn the mic over to you and, and let you have the final say. Okay. So... You know, one thing that uh, that we didn't get a chance to get into very deeply is uh, is what our focus is, you know, over the coming year. You know, one of the areas of focus for us in our program is going to be lawn irrigation systems. Uh, these are systems that have specific requirements for backflow protection. Uh, and unfortunately, many of these systems get installed without permits. So, we aren't aware of them until we drive by and look in the yard. Uh, so if a customer has any concern that they have a long irrigation system that maybe isn't properly protected or they would like us to uh, give them more information on that process, please feel free to contact us. We would really appreciate hearing from you. Um, we, are, we spoke about the cross-connection manual, which is coming out hopefully shortly. Uh, that's going to be a great new resource for us. Uh, in order to kind of get vendors and contractors and business owners all on the same page of what the requirements are. So I would definitely, you know, keep checking our webpage for that manual's posting. Um, And, you know, again, if 
if anyone has any questions or needs more information, feel free to contact us. We'd be more than happy to help educate, or in some cases, uh, we will definitely come out and look at the issue and, and see what we need to do. Awesome. Paul, thank you so much for that information. Uh, it's uh, definitely been uh, helpful uh, to me uh, listening as you have explained it in a way, again, that I can understand, but I'm hoping and, and, and quite confident that it's uh, going to be helpful to everyone listening to this podcast. So thanks again for being on the show today. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And again, if you'd like to find out more information about land development services, you can visit fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development. Cross Connections program, fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash cross connections. Or as Paul said, you can call them at 703-631-5101. I want to thank you for listening to the Commercial and Residential Permits podcast that is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.